Okay, exciting round one coverage of the NFL draft, the 2021 NFL draft. Uh, quite interesting. Uh, I went live, or I should say, I was re- recording live uh, during the first five picks. Uh, and I decided not to post that because it's kind of uh, just dead air a lot because I'm watching and reacting. Uh, I might maybe post it a little bit later just because it is what it is and it's you know kind of unique to hear. But uh, it was a good pick. I mean, it was good over all day. Uh, you know, it is. It's one of those. It, everyone loves everyone, and I made that comment that everyone loves everyone. We're getting some live coverage as I'm bringing up stuff right now, uh, which is quite unique as I'm reading stuff and bringing stuff up. Sorry about that. But overall, the draft was fun, exciting. You get the uh, NFC East teams, the Cowboys, Giants, Eagles trading with each other. Uh, Giants trading back for some weird reason to still get a receiver, but a receiver they could have gotten later. They got to trade back again, got more players. But overall, it was a good pick. Uh, I mean, a good day. It was fun. It was exciting. And, you know, that's just round one. I would say the best thing that happened was Trey Lance going to 49ers. And that was overall just a smart decision, a overall beautiful decision, because it just was one of those things that had to happen, had to be smart. Uh, it was all smokescreen. Of course, you know, everyone else is pulling back saying, oh, yeah, we knew it was Trey Lance. No, you didn't. Y'all thought it was going to be Mac Jones. So everyone's saying that. Uh, I think the Trey Lance pick is great. He's going to sit. He's going to learn. You're looking at this as an Alex Smith, Pat Mahomes thing. Uh, the same thing, of course, going to pick number 11 where the Bears were being patient and waiting. And they got Justin Fields, who's a Midwest guy playing at Ohio State. And he can also do the same thing. That can be a sit and wait with Andy Dalton starting. And then Mac Jones, Patriots just waiting, just waiting. And they get Mac Jones where he should have been drafted. Middle of the first round. The fifth quarterback taken. That's what he was. And that's perfect. So everything is going to play out. You know, some things that I think were reaches. I think the Bengals especially, as awesome as Jamar Chase is, you know, they needed to protect Burrow. You know, Chase is good. He's really good. But, and you want to reunite him with Burrow because they played together on the national championship in 2019 for LSU, but they need to keep him upright. You know, they should have taken Penny Sewell. There are other tackles in the draft. There are other tackles, other guys in the draft, but it's one of those things. Penny Sewell is considered the best, uh, a transcendent, at least right tackle, maybe not left tackle, but right tackle of not a very good interior lineman. It's going to protect your investment. And they want receiver. Well, okay, so we'll see who they get later. Of course, you know, that was only round one. That's not their only pick. You know, you, sometimes you just want transcendent players, really good players. So maybe that just felt Sewell wasn't that guy. So take the transcendent player, take Chase. Uh, Waddle, I, I don't know how many people remember, you know, Devontae Smith won, of course, the Heisman and played really well. Realized that Jalen Waddle was the dude before Devontae Smith, before he got injured. He also was the returner. He was maybe the best receiver on the team last year that had Jerry Judy and Henry Ruggs. So Waddle, he played, got injured, he came back. Yeah, Devontae Smith flourished, but Waddle's a little bigger, a little thicker, and he's actually faster than Devontae, apparently, according to sources. Uh, and he gets reunited with Tua. 
They also could have taken some linemen, but their linemen are a little bit better. Their lines overall a little better, and they could again if they don't feel Sewell is transcendent talent. You, you know, it's going to be one of those things that hey, it'll work. We'll get other guys. We'll get the player that we think is really really good. Uh, other things, I think the big interesting piece is going to be both. You know, I, what I was saying yesterday about will Carolina take the quarterback? Uh, they didn't. They took the cornerback out of South Carolina, J.C. Horn. Very interesting. They went defense heavy because uh, they went defense heavy really last year. But they really want to shore up that secondary. Uh, J.C. Horn will play just as Patrick Sertain uh, for Denver. So 8-9, and nine, both teams needed a quarterback, could have gotten a quarterback, and they didn't. They passed on them. So revisionist history will come back in two to three years, if, depending on how good Justin Fields is. Uh, also, of course, the news, uh, the bigger news that is now being glossed over is the Aaron Rodgers wanting to get out of Green Bay and that Denver is apparently a team he wants to go to. That, uh, and of course, the, the Raiders apparently uh, are the two teams and the 49ers. Well, 49ers have Jimmy G. They drafted Trey Lance. And, you know, they could have traded the third pick for Aaron Rodgers. So I'm assuming that might be out. But Denver, what would Denver send? Could Denver send a, a, a pick and a receiver? We'll see. Uh, so that could be revisionist history. Again, if they're able to maybe even flip Patrick Sertain and Jerry Judy and get Aaron Rodgers. So that'll be interesting, though, because both the Panthers and Denver could have taken a quarterback, and they didn't. They passed on him. Justin Fields, the Bears, I think that's awesome. You know, a lot of people are talking about how the offense, you know, the coach is going to now design an offense for their players. Well, that's their job. That's why would you draft a player and not make him efficient, not use him efficiently? It's just very interesting. I think that's a very blanket and I don't even say it's a bold statement. He said, this coach is going to use this player efficiently. Well, well, he should. That's why he drafted him, right? I guess that goes into the comment, sometimes the coach doesn't draft the player, the GM does. So the coach says, I don't want that guy. And they don't know how to use him. So, I, but it's very interesting when the teams, when they say, the analysts say that about the picks, who the coach picked. Well, of course, then, yeah, that's exactly who they wanted. So it would make sense that that's why they got him. Uh, I think it was very smart. I think Dallas trading back and still getting Micah Parsons. They did that after Patrick Sertain went off the board. They wanted Sertain. They needed an impact corner who could plug and play. They didn't get him. They went back. Again, say what you want about Jerry Jones. He does know how to do drafts. Jerry Jones knows how to draft players. Uh, Probably learned a little bit from Jimmy. But Jerry Jones drafts well. They traded back, get Micah Parsons. Uh, have him listed as an inside linebacker. He's going to be an outside rush end in a, in a, a 4-3, maybe an outside backer in a 4-3 or a D-end. He's not going to play inside linebacker. Uh, so but that's going to be huge. I think, again, the Bolts waiting and getting Slater out of Northwestern to protect Herbert. Uh, then the Jets getting back up and taking the guard out of USC, protecting uh, Wilson. So they can put Mekhi Becton and Vera Tucker on the one side. So like the left side, at least he's got the left side protected. I think the, I feel that the Tulsa linebacker was a reach by Arizona. It's just one of those things. I think he's a reach, but the biggest reach, of course, that I believe is 
the Raiders taking Leatherwood out of out of Alabama. Uh, I will agree with most people are saying. I also think Phillips, but from Miami. But it's kind of cool because they took it from Miami for Miami, so it makes sense. Uh, the Quiddy Pay pick by the Colts is really strong. The old first round was very interesting. The old, and overall, it was good. It was exciting. That was the big thing when you started getting all the trades coming in with 10, 11, 12, 30, you know, when all the trades and people coming back and the Giants going back and you know, a lot, that's when it really got interesting. Uh, I loved that the Vikings were able to wait and get Derisaw out of Bob Tech. Tennessee, you know, they lost uh, some corners. They get Farley from Bob Tech. Uh, very interesting that Clemson took ETN. I love that pick. It's, again, could they have waited and got him in the top of the second round? Uh, you know, both two running backs went in the first round. You know, Najee Harris, who's really good to the to the Steelers, but they had to refix they have to fix their O line and the ETN to the Jaguars, and they already have James Robinson from last year. So, I, are they going to have him on the field at the same time? Because ETN is more of a pass catcher. Uh, again, uh, very interesting how the the Browns went defense with Newsom out of Northwestern. Uh, I figure they were going to maybe shore up some of the front uh, the front seven a little bit because they had a lot of injuries on the front seven and the linebackers in the line. Uh, I love, again, so Baltimore took a receiver. I said it yesterday. You know, again, you can keep taking all those receivers all you want. It depends on Lamar Jackson. Is Lamar Jackson going to be able to hit him? Is Lamar Jackson going to be able to make plays? It, that's just the big thing. Is Lamar Jackson going to be able to make plays and continue with success and keep growing and evolve as a passer. Uh, you know, here's another thing. Look, so look what Green Bay does at the end of the first round. They take a cornerback out of Georgia. Still don't help Aaron Rodgers. Still don't help him. Don't give him receiver. Don't give him anything. It, it, it's, uh, is it just kind of like, you know, they just keep poking each other's buttons? You know, Rodgers says he doesn't want to return. Last, you know, and then now, okay, yeah, you don't want to return. Fine, we're still going to screw you over and not give you a weapon, give you an offensive player. Okay, you know, it's a, it's a dysfunctional relationship between the Packers and Rodgers, and they have done him a disservice. He's only won one Super Bowl. He should have won at least two, if not three. He's been the best quarterback in the league. You know, he's on the downside now, but he was the best quarterback in the league, and they just do nothing for him. They just don't help him at all. And it's scary. It, it's just, it's, well, I shouldn't say scary. I mean, scary doesn't matter. I mean, there's, it, it's just sad that they haven't used him as well. He's been the best quarterback and they're just not giving him anything. Uh, again, then Ravens come back and they take Jason Owe out of, out of Penn State. Bucks finish up. They had an outside linebacker from Washington, Tryon. Again, a lot of deep, so it was offense early, defense at the end. You know what? Yet the offensive players were were first the first seven picks. Then you had two cornerbacks again because corners are being more more impressive right now or more important right now than defensive ends. Uh, Mike Parsons, as I said, is uh, Michael Parsons is listed as an inside linebacker. He's going to rush the passer. He's not going to play inside linebacker. He's a freak. Six four two forty, and he's a, he's a freak. Again, a lot of the outside backers. So rush ends. Uh, that's why it was interesting that Washington took an inside linebacker, the kid out of Kentucky. Uh, again, he's really good. 
Kentucky defenses are really good. Don't sleep just because they went to Kentucky. You know, Kentucky defenses are really good. It's a good pick. It, I think it's a little bit high, and it, and I feel that they should have, you know, they're a team that could, could they have gone quarterback. Could they be in the Jimmy Garoppolo thing, you know, or the 49ers willing to trade Jimmy Garoppolo? Well, they ask about Rodgers because they're a team. You get a quarterback on that team, they're going to be really, really good because that defense is solid. So it's interesting that teams that already have good defenses keep drafting more on defense. Uh, it makes sense with the Colts because they really had a problem stopping the run, getting Quiddy Pay. They really had a problem stopping the run last year, and they really got in a lot of shootouts, uh, getting Carson Wentz. Hopefully he'll rejuvenate his career. Their offense should still be solid. I do think they need a receiver, but getting some defensive help really will benefit them because they were very bad on defense last year. That AFC South just got really good other than the Texans because they have their own mess and of course, the Texans don't have first picks because of the whole Larry Tunsil trade. And I know they're trying to, or were they trying to trade Watson with all what's going on with his life? Uh, not going to give grades. You can't give grades for a few years because you don't know how all these are going to happen. People getting passed over, how they have fits, who missed who, who did what. Realize that some of these players will be out of the league in three years. I mean, that's a reality. You know, a lot of these players, even in the first round, will be out of the league in three years. Fits don't work. Kids don't work as hard as they thought they would. It was easy in college. Now it's harder. But the first round was exciting. I hope everyone enjoyed watching it. Uh, coverage was good. Uh, I like NFL. I like NFL Channel better than ESPN. I like their production better, and I like their analysts better. But again, to each his own. I really felt the overall production and it was kind of cool that Dell brought his chair that he did the picks from you know his uh, fireside chat last year as he was reading the picks and he let the fans sit in it that was kind of fun this is the you know now we're getting in the second and third round tonight you know what's going to happen early there's a lot of good players on the board how of course the whole uh, situation plays out with who's going to pick first what's going to happen in day two, uh, all the trades that possibly will happen in day two. I really believe that there's going to be a lot of movement on the offensive line because that's where a lot of the offensive linemen are going to be end of the first round, beginning of the second round. So all these teams that pass on offensive linemen, Miami, Cincinnati, are they going to go heavy offensive line? Is Rodgers traded tonight? Is Garoppolo traded tonight? team is moved back or move back into the top of the second round you know again I really think Tampa Bay really this is where they can start building some depth but you know this is the point where you know, again who's going to make that team as I was saying yesterday who's going to make that team uh, where are the second tier quarterbacks uh, is Kellen Mond going to do something is he going to get somewhere where might he go uh, so the Jaguars have a bunch of picks they have a, a first pick in the second round, they have 13 pick in the second round. They have two picks in the second round, and then they have the first pick in the third. I think they have two more in the fourth. And then, of course, you have all the compensatory selections for the signings. I think the biggest thing we're going to have to take away is, of course, what's going to happen in the long term. Play this out for two to three years make sure we get a chance for everyone to uh you know get their feet wet uh are people going to reach who do people draft 
realize that the Raiders in the past few years have only drafted players out of Ohio State, Clemson, and Alabama. So they want winners. You know, to quote Mike Singletary, I want winners. So it's they have a very unique style. That's their fit. That's their belief. That's what they want. They want winners. Teams from winning programs, teams from championship programs. Uh, but it hasn't really paid out, you know, panned out for them. They're having some guys that are, you know, missing their mark, you know, not doing as well as they were projected. You know, Henry Ruggs overall was not as successful as he could have been last year, at least uh, in the end of where he should have been drafted. Or, you know, the reaching, overall reaching for some people. So where exactly are they going to fit? Where is actually everyone going to play? But the first round was quite unique. It was fun. Again, this is what I like. I enjoy it. It's very interesting. I'll probably the second half of this podcast, I'm going to play the. I'm going to attach the uh, the live, uh, my live reaction to the first five picks and talk about that. Again, there's some dead air, but it's just interesting to just react to what was going on live. So again, enjoy the second and third round tonight. I'll probably come back with a whole draft recap Sunday night. Uh, Enjoy the rest of your week. Oh, say enjoy your Friday. Enjoy your weekend. Okay, as I said, we're live. Kind of got in after a CrossFit workout this afternoon. Uh, had an appointment, came home. Uh, first two picks were pretty much automatic, so let's not discuss them other than how great everyone is. Remember, everyone's great on draft night. Everyone wins the draft. Everyone's awesome. Everyone loves everybody. Everybody loves everybody! To quote Jackie Moon from Semi-Pro. All right, so got Trevor Lawrence going one. And Zach Wilson's going to. Now, I actually think this is now where the draft gets serious. I know I said Atlanta at four, but, you know, as I was saying earlier this morning, and of course realizing what else could happen today, uh, we actually have the opportunity to get serious with this third pick because it really depends on what the Niners do. Do they go what everyone thinks they're going to do and take Mac Jones? Are they going to go and they throw smoke screen and they're going Justin Fields or Trey Lance? So we're about to find out. Hope you guys are having a good evening, enjoying the draft. I love the draft. I'm a draft junkie. I, I like the business side, the development side, the building of a team. It's fun. That was actually my favorite part when I played Madden. I would simulate the season and do the offseason and do trades and the draft and all that stuff. That was more fun than doing the actual games. So it's going to be interesting. Uh, you know, I hope you guys are excited. I'm excited. I think it's going to be a fun draft. I think it's going to be exciting to see what kind of comes from all this. So we will uh, hope you guys are doing well. But said live reaction. I'm going to do my best to kind of not have dead air. Uh, it should be exciting. I said coming up right now, it's about to get pretty exciting. If 49ers actually throw the curveball as... You know, maybe some speculation is about to happen with that. You know, it is interesting that, you know, they're talking about how Zach Wilson got healthy this year. And, you know, he went, what, 33 touchdowns to three picks and three picks as opposed to 11 touchdowns and nine picks the year before because he was hurt 
you, but if you actually look at the stats that some of the people are bringing up, uh, he didn't do well in big games at all. Uh, any teams that went to bowls or finished with winning records, he was not successful with. Uh, not successful against. I think he only had like one touchdown and three picks against all the teams with winning records. So uh, it's in, it's going to be interesting. And you know, how is he going to do in in New York? It's going to be different. You know, a very very different attitude he's going to have to have. You know, he's going to have he's going to get humbled real quick because that team's bad. Very interesting here. I think they're really speculating what's going on as the uh, the clock is ticking on the 49ers. At least they don't have the uh, players wearing masks. That's good. I guess it's okay in Ohio. It's okay in Ohio to not wear masks if you're on the stage being interviewed. So. Pretty big crowd, though, considering, you know, must have got restrictions lifted. I don't know if you guys have saw, though, a lot of the states are already posting their, um, their bans are being lifted for outdoor events. So that's, you know, things are changing or states are going to gotten over it. So it'll be very interesting to see over the next few months getting, of course, more in the summer, outdoor events, what's going to happen if they're going to allow more teams to have, you know, more concerts or teams can have more, you know, fuller stadiums, all that stuff. Three minutes to go. What are the 49ers going to do as they're talking? Fill in this dead space. This is why I keep knowing that I need a, people to uh, participate in my podcast. So message me up. We can talk. I have a few people I do want to get on or I'm going to change some different ideas. This is where you want to pay attention to who gets drafted and look at the uh, the Vegas lines on wins before and after the draft and futures bets on winning the Super Bowl before and after the draft. That's where you can start seeing who actually won the draft. So if you really want to see who the, the bookies think won the draft, look at the, the betting lines. Look at the if the wins total, the average win totals go up, and if they're Futures bet on winning the Super Bowl goes up. That's, you want to see who won the draft? 
That's how you pay attention to who won the draft right there. Because Vegas knows. And ironically, the draft last, last year was supposed to be in Vegas. Well, hey, I'm in Vegas, so it works that way. Next year, we'll be in Vegas. I think I might actually go hang out. It'd be kind of cool. Hopefully, restrictions are lifted. Now they're, now they're discussing the, you know, Mac Jones, Trey Lance. The pick is in. Let's see what's going to happen. See, Daniel Jeremiah thinks Trey Lance, and I actually kind of trust Daniel that he might, but because he just knows a lot. So Daniel Jeremiah on the NFL Network says Trey Lance, trying to read the room right there. How does Shanahan look? Shanahan looked like he's confident. Did he win? Did he lose? Is if anything going to be Shanahan's pick? So what do we got here? get a quarterback did they trade Jimmy G did they trade Garoppolo pick is in they're, they're really setting up the drama here really setting up the drama they're waiting to get up on the stage dragging this out big time dragging this out talking 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 all right here comes here we go is this setting the uh this gonna flip the draft right here we flipping the draft right here There it is. They took Trey. They, it was all smokescreen. They took Trey Lance. There it is. Wow. They went the smart pick. That's the guy right there. I think that's huge. That's huge. Wow. There we go. That's awesome. Shanahan couldn't pass up on the talent. Couldn't pass up on the talent. That is awesome. So 
So which one of the other two is really going to fall? Because now the Falcons have a choice to make. Do they take the heir apparent to Mac to uh, Matt Ryan, or do they now think about winning now and take Kyle Pitts? made sense because there was some background that the private quarterbacks, uh, John Beck, the former BYU coach who's, uh, it, who's at the end with the uh, 49ers coaching staff, he was working with them, working with his mechanics, so I mean, Jimmy G is going to stay there. So Jimmy G's got another year, they're going to groom Trey Lance, at least that's the it assumes, unless Trey Lance beats him out in the off, in the preseason, which could happen, Russell Wilson did that to Matt Flynn in Seattle. So, I, 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 man, I think they're good job, Shanahan. I, I am very excited that Shanahan did this. I think it's great. I'm, I'm pumped. I, I, I know my uh, for, my Notre Dame coverage guy, Tim O'Malley, is probably freaking losing it right now. He's so happy because he was so upset they were going to take Matt Jones. I'm actually tweeting at him right now. could be this is a huge thing right here and I love how they're I mean as I said when I first came on everyone loves everyone on the draft everyone's great everyone wins the draft everyone gets what they need but I really love this pick and I'm glad they went with it I really do This is where he already shipped this. Shanahan just flipped the draft on its head because I didn't think Trey Lance was going to get half past third pick. So now some people might be scrambling. I wonder if some people might trade out, trade back.
how they're talking about Kyle Shanahan and because uh, he took two teams to the Super Bowl, but he didn't have that mobility in the quarterback position. Matt Ryan and Jimmy G. So. And the, okay, Atlanta's got his pick in. They went quick. Had a baby, Joel Clatt. Joel Clatt's good. He's figuring out. Joel Clatt's doing a great job analyzing how Trey Lance is the best of both worlds. He's not just a, a scrambler and a pocket guy. He's both. Trey Lance is. He's good. He's big. And he's got the best arm out of the three, too. Time coming out? No. Oh, it is Kyle Pitts. Sorry, I missed it. My my TV was buffering, so they took Kyle Pitts. My TV was buffering me because I I download everything. So stealing cable, being a crook, being a thief right here. He's a freak. This is the guy. This this is the most. Other than Trevor Lawrence, this is probably the most can't miss guy in the draft right now. So. He wasn't the sleeper that I thought he would be because he didn't end up falling, depending on what Atlanta did. Atlanta took him. Okay, so now is Cincinnati going to be smart and protect Joe Burrow? Here we go. So Atlanta kept the fourth pick. Atlanta kept the fourth pick. They took the best athlete, probably the best commodity next to Trevor Lawrence in the draft, as in the guy who's not going to fail. I mean, the guy's a freak. He'll come in. You put him, Julio Jones. Uh, Calvin Ridley. Uh, I mean, yeah, he, he's playing. He's he can play wide receiver. He can play the slot. He's just gonna just, just he's gonna dominate. Especially, you're gonna line him up on linebackers and safeties, and this is not gonna be fair as a 22 year old kid. He's just gonna just destroy people ridiculously. If you, if you put him in the slot, it's, it's going to be ridiculous because you're not going to be able to get a hand on him. Not that it's going to matter if you get a hand on him. He's huge. You put Julio, Calvin. Also, they added Mike Davis. They can score. They just got to stop people. They need to draft defense the rest of the draft. They go defense the rest of the draft.
Yeah, 6'6", 246, and he runs a 4440. That's a freak. I mean, it, it's one of those things, you know, you hope he stays healthy. If he stays healthy, the big if word, I mean, that's the whole thing with a lot, especially in sports and politics, if, if he stays healthy, it, it's just ridiculous what he can do. It is. It's just going to be ridiculous what he can do. I mean, he, he's built like a tight end. He runs like a receiver. It's ridiculous. What's Cincinnati going to do? Cincinnati's got to be smart right here. Bengals still on the clock. Three minutes to go. This this should be this should be protecting Joe Burrow. That's all they should be doing right now. Protecting Joe Burrow. Why do I think Cincinnati's going to screw this up? I just had the feeling Cincinnati's not going to be smart. Cincinnati's going to go flash. They got the new unis. They want to see guys running those new unis and score. I mean, Joe Burrow's coming off an ACL injury. He got an ACL injury because he got beat up. Protect your investment. Take his in Cincinnati. We're at a commercial break. They gotta gotta mark a commercial break, right? Gotta mark a commercial break because you know gotta pay the bills. Because the NFL needs money. Not ot 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 ot.
going to take probably a short break after the Bengals pick and come back after uh, the first round's over a little bit later. A little too much dead air. But with uh, having a conversation that said, I'm hoping some people will want to join me in the future and we can have uh, conversations with the whole thing. I'm good at talking to myself, but there's a lot of things that I'm kind of, you know, you got to process and got to see before you can process it. But it's going to be an interesting, you know, draft throughout the rest because now things are going to get thrown on there all over the place, I think. Everything's going to be crazy. Especially if the Bengals take Penny Sewell like they should. Because Detroit could also take a lineman. Because Detroit also needs linemen. Do they take the kid from Northwestern? That's probably a little high for him, but they need it. They need him. Then do they would they drop back instead? They actually might not get who they want if they drop back. All right, Bengals, come on. Be smart. They just drag out picks, man. Just drag them out. Let's go. Come on. They took Jamar Chase. Just ridiculous. Damn. You know what? Again, flash. This is not, not smart. That's why the Bengals are the Bungles, man. Serves them nothing. Serves them nothing. All right, I'm going to come back near the end of the night and uh, wrap up the first round. Enjoy the rest of the draft. Have a good evening, guys.